All right, I'd like to welcome everybody to Breaking Bars podcast. First of all, I'd like to recognize Too Tall Media Group. A couple of the podcasts are I've Heard Worse from Better, Same Trailer, Different Park. Go ahead and give those a listen. Also, some of the sponsors, Get Dirty, Bearded Mother Trucker, EA Sports Fields, Tattoo Brews, Hospitality, Heating and Air, Comer Distributing Company, Spikes, Fresh Pork Skins and Boiled Peanuts, and also Sign Techniques, Controlled Sites, and firehouse constructions. Prior to getting our uh, introductions, we'll go ahead and get up and get a Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. Pretty... Got a couple pretty good, uh, really solid guests. I got... Uh, obviously somebody I've known for a long time at the uh, fire department, Rock Hill Fire Department with was a medic on our SWAT team, Corey Avant. And then I also have Keith Richards with Modern Warrior, right? Keith uh, Richardson. Keith Richardson, I'm sorry. So I apologize about that. I thought you said Richards when I checked mm-hmm. today. No, you spelled Richardson. Richardson. All right. Yeah. So um, sorry about that. So we wanted to kind of talk to, I had talked to Corey, and we were just kind of recently discussing some of the uh, – obviously some of his training that he does and how it kind of correlates MMA to PTSD and just kind of giving a little overview, introduce yourself, what your background is and things like that, if you could, Keith. Uh, Keith Richardson, uh, I've been a professional MMA fighter for 13, 14 years. Um, Actually got into MMA uh, after I got out of the Marine Corps. I was with uh, 3rd Battalion, 8th Marines Weapons Company. Uh, Did... uh, a couple of tours overseas, um, you know, when I, when I got out, you know, I was struggling a little bit with PTSD and, you know, as soon as I started uh, training, you know, kind of was what evened me out and uh, kind of, to, to a point, saved my life. Um, yeah, before that, I was a state champ wrestler and he actually turned down a wrestling scholarship to go to the Marine Corps. Oh, wow. Where are you from? Uh, originally New York, but uh, graduated from... Uh, just down the road in York, South Carolina. Okay. All right. So, and when did you get out of the Marine Corps? Uh, it was about 2007. Okay. Did you do any of the fighting in, or was it just strictly just after you got out? Uh, no. I, you know, other than my wrestling background and stuff like that, I was just a fan of the sport. You know, um, like when I kind of got into it, it was before, like, you know, the real big MMA boom. Uh, right took place but i was already a fan of the sport you know uh yeah since you know ufc one or two yeah all of my sons are huge huge fight fans all of, they watch all of them but so Corey, how long have you been over at modern world uh, been at modern well originally it was uh charles hambert jiu-jitsu uh modern warrior we all kind of combined probably what three years ago Ish, maybe four years uh, ago. Yeah, maybe maybe about four years ago now. But I've been training for about six years over okay. there. So yeah. Now is Charles still over there? He comes back out from time to time. But, yeah. We had a we had a really cool story with him at El Cancun one time, and you and I were talking about it. <laughs> yeah. You don't, he probably would. You think he'd mind if we shared it or no? I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, well, I don't. I don't know. He just. I just know that that dude was legit. Uh, and yeah, it worked out well for him. Yeah, right, yeah, it really yeah, did. It didn't yeah. work out well for some other people, but they were basically eating dinner at El Cancun. I didn't know who he was at the time, and that was down there with a couple of his, uh, I guess, clients, customers, however it was, and they were just enjoying dinner and some guys heard them talking and they had been drinking and obviously 
when you think you know a little something, you're going to say something. And so basically, a dude pulled a gun on him, and he took it from him. Because when we got there, I was like, we didn't know what was going on. We saw a couple people laying half out in the parking lot, yeah. and he was like, hello, officer, I'd like to give you his gun. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, he, he pointed this at us. And I was like, how'd you end up with it? He said, I took it. He said, I did put him out twice. You can see he's coming too. And I was like, all right, man. But it was like, and he didn't want to really do anything about it, but yeah. the dude just kept showing his rear end. And it's, uh, like, it's very effective. Yeah. yeah, it definitely was. So now, how much of what y'all do is, how many guys do you have down there that you can kind of say, are doing it for the PTSD aspect or former military? Um, you know, we've got a lot of, uh, I've got a good group of guys that, you know, will come in, uh, like, you know, that have military experience, um, you know, are doing it, you know, try to, try to better themselves and, you know, kind of as therapy. Um, I've got, you know, some, uh, you know, some P, uh, PD guys that, okay. you know, um, kind of, kind of have the same, yeah. Same goals with it. Yeah, Plus, where are y'all at on Cherry? Uh, no, we're not on Cherry. We're on okay, uh, corporate. corporate. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. like corporate you can literally Boulevard. see us What's that? Out there near the old stock building supply. I got you. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. So now, and Corey, you and I have talked about it, but is the – what is the uh, – what can y'all say is the most beneficial aspect of, of – of how guys that deal with it, how this correlates and helps them. You know, obviously there's all there's all types of different ways that people are coping with PTSD now mm-hmm. because there's also there's varying levels of it. And I think that some of what you see coming back is, you know, sometimes you wonder if some of it comes from, you know, especially these days, you know, it's almost like you're better off if you come back from overseas and say you have it versus coming back and saying, no, I'm fine. Right. But and some of that obviously depends on what you did because there's a lot of people that are coming back saying they had it that weren't really involved in anything. But the benefits are stronger if you say. But, you know, as far as the guys that – but you all also know those guys that legitimately have it right. and, and legitimately have it for the right reasons. You know, so, you know, what what would you say is how are you all recognizing it? How are you letting it be beneficial to them through what you all are doing, if that makes sense? Um. Yeah. And the, the the sad thing about that is most of the guys that you know have seen seen a lot of stuff and you know really could benefit from it. Um, those aren't the guys that you know. They're not the type of guys that are going to seek, right. you know, any type of type of therapy. I know I you know I know I didn't. Um, you know I knew something was wrong with me. Like you know, um, and I just so happened to find something that you know allowed me. Like a lot, a lot of those guys, I think one of the biggest things that, that they miss one is the brotherhood and the camaraderie. You know, anybody that you sweat together, bleed together with, you know, you're gonna form tight bonds with, and that's one of the biggest rush. things that they miss. Yeah, a little bit of adrenaline. Um, yeah, like you know, um, yeah. For me, you know, uh, a firefight is the biggest, biggest adrenaline rush you can possibly be right. in. An MMA, an MMA fight comes close second. Right. Yeah. Um, so you know, to a point, especially when you when you're when you're operating, you know, day on stay on out there, and like, you know, you're seeing heavy combat and stuff like that. You you, you kind of get addicted to that adrenaline rush. Yeah, you know, that's why like when we when we come home, we guys get you know we get guys buy fast cars, motorcycles, and we wind up losing guys you know that way too. 
Right. You know, um, Through reckless behavior and things, yeah. not just the 22 suicides roughly a day. Yeah. It's just some of the behavior. It still almost categorizes that. Yeah. If you got a guy that's driving a motorcycle like a maniac every day, well, that's one of the, it's not going to show up. signs of PTSD. It's yeah. not going to show up as a suicide, right. but that's yeah. what he's trying to but do. It, and it, yeah, it's definitely PTSD related. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So MMA is definitely one of those good avenues where, you know, it'll be beneficial. And it, like, you know, the guys don't really have to come out and say like, you know, I need help and stuff like that. Like, you know, as a matter of fact, they're doing something to, like, you know, that, you know, something to benefit themselves, something that's going to challenge them again. Yeah, you know, that was that was another big problem I had. You know, I was l- leading Marines through combat, you know, in one of the toughest war zones there was. You know, I was right. I was in Ramadi, you know, the same time as, you know, Chris Kyle, Jocko, right. those guys. Right. Yeah, you know, so it was heavy warfare. And then I come home and I started, like, yeah, you know, didn't know what to do. And, you know, I just started working a dead-end job that, like, you know, that you know give me gave me no challenge no thrill um you know i was just working for a paycheck and you know i just you know wasn't happy so even the guys it's really almost especially for some of them i'm sure it's almost like an unspoken help it's almost like that unspoken counseling where they're not they're getting everything that they need that they're getting that outlet right and it's almost like it's you know they don't have to because most of it that that we talk about, and I've addressed it with several of our younger officers now, is is how important counseling is early on in whatever you're doing. You know, just as soon as you start to see those things, but especially the guys that you deal with and what you did, there's also still that stigma of the the weakness of going and getting counsel and asking for help. But now this is a way to reach out and get it without doing those things, and right. and and it. I can't imagine how many people it makes whole without even saying that. And that's what has to be the huge benefit about it. And there are tons and tons of um, outlets out there for like We Defy and some of these guys that come out and especially for um, amputees and stuff like that with jujitsu and um, there's a ton of places that you can reach out to other than just, you know, your local places. How many members y'all have down there? Uh, A lot. Yeah, we got a, um, you know, I, I don't know our exact numbers right now. Uh, but we got we got a got a good crew in there. Uh, you know, we're routinely seeing you know, twenty five plus. Uh, wow. Yeah. Majority, a, a lot night. of them former military guys. Form we got military, former military, a lot of LEO firefighter. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then he also has kids class three times a week. Oh wow, that's pretty good. Uh, we got a really great kids class. So, All right. Yeah. What ages is that? Uh, we try not to start them younger than like six or seven. Um, yeah. Just because even with our youth program and stuff like that, you know, we have the kids fight at the end of, almost every night. Yeah, then they got to be able to, you know, pay attention, focus. They're right. not a distraction to the instructors and stuff like that. Like, you know, I've had some younger kids, or actually, and I've had some kids that are, you know, in the upper bracket that are just, you know, problematic where I almost have to attach a, an instructor to them. For yeah. the whole class, because if you got a locked on seven, it's, it's almost yeah. child to child. Like right. some yeah. come in really young and are really attentive, and some are yeah. older. If you got a locked on seven year old, or hurt a ten year old if he's just in there. Absolutely, out. if he's yeah. in there paying attention. Right. So, it's, yeah. so, all right, that's pretty good. That is good. So, you know, one of the guys that that and you knew you we talked about him a, a lot was Eric Rue. He was a guy that I knew that was a. Uh, Sniper. Two of our guys on our team were fortunate enough to go down to 
uh, Lejeune a, a long time ago, and we went down there for Urban Sniper. And it was a three-week course, and it was the guys that were spinning up to go back. They were all scout snipers. But because there was an FBI agent with all the SOTG units, and they did a big operation in Rock Hill, we were able to send two of our guys down there. Now, the good thing about it is it was two former Marines because you couldn't – two regular police officers wouldn't have done well in this because it was literally – Dark a lot of crayon, dark. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, it was, yeah, it was a lot of a lot of crayons. Yeah. You know, a lot of <laughs> you had to, to determine what flavor they were in the dark. It was a lot, man. It was just, it was really, you know, it was, and it started to get, man. The magentas were running together with the grapes, and it started to get tiring. Winners were getting dirty, right? Yeah, yeah man. Right. I mean, you yeah. were just yeah. so, but it was really, and there was this one, one of the lead instructors down there, Eric Rue, and. You know, right after that, and he was getting ready to, um, they had discovered a TBI from his previous deployment. And he was, they were actually trying to get up and he was going over the, for the, as a team leader for this deployment. And he was really excited about that, getting ready to go over as a team leader for a sniper team and that element. And then they just kind of realized that it kept progressing and he not, he ended up not being able to go. They sent him up to weapons battalion at Quantico. And while he was there, he was on the board with some, uh, TBI research, some some panel up there with some congressional people, and it looked like he was starting to do well. But I just think it just kept getting worse. Well, then he got out, and to me, the thing about him is, is no matter what, he was always the most upbeat guy I've ever known, ever. Now he just recently passed away, but it wasn't self-inflicted. He had a liver disease, and. You know, I remember he got out, he went, he went through a divorce, had to move out to Texas, which put his kids were in North Carolina. He was out there for a while because of family reasons and things like that. But, you know, all that he went through and the guy never, ever was down and just, you know, it was just amazing of what he was. And, you know, and of course I didn't, we would spend certain time when he would come here and things like that. But he also struggled with his, was the drinking is what was kind of his coping thing. You know, you almost wish he could have found something like this and maybe that would have helped it too. But it's just amazing how you have the contrast of guys that no matter how hard it gets, the strength would never be to do the other. Right. And then the other ones that are just, that's just, they get to that point sometimes early, sometimes late. Right. And you, you just wish that there were more avenues like this that guys could reach out to. Right. And I think if, especially if, and what guys need to start doing now is, is everybody talks about the buddy check. and. You know, and I never really thought about the guys that I knew referring them to something like this. Right. You know, and that's a huge outlet if you're knowing guys right. coming back. And I'm going to say the outlets are there. It's just a matter of them having the knowledge and knowing that it is there. Right. Yeah. But it's where guys need to do it themselves and, you know, right. and, and take it upon themselves like you. You you got a buddy comes back. He's he's just not finding his place. Right. Yeah. You know, he's still a great – he's the great guy that left. He's just right. not finding his place. And, and it – something like this could be what turns them around to where they get that focus and get that good job and then they feel that worth again. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Feel the void that they're feeling. Right. So, now you also, Corey, you mentioned anger management, how it helps with that too. Right. If you want to kind of. Um, I mean, <laughs> there's nothing like being able to walk in a shop and for two hours beat the brakes off of each other to work right. out your anger issues. So, um Man, you could be having a, and even beyond the PTSD, just a, a general having a bad day. You can have a bad day, roll up in a dojo, get choked a handful of times. Man, it do right. wonders for you. You walk out of there tired and not mad at anything. So, um, it, it's great for anger management. It's great for exercise. All the all the above. It's a, 
it's kind of a all-in-one stop for shop, you know. So Now, how often do y'all have the where two guys are just, that's that day, and they just collide up there, and it almost goes to where it doesn't really – I guess everybody just respects it too much for it to go yeah. too far you, outside you, you of you. You go with the door. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, yeah. you know, you're you're within the confinements. Absolutely. I don't know that I've I'm, – I'm sure it happens. I don't know that I've ever seen anybody come to blows in our shop. But, um, I mean, it's everybody – like I say, they check their ego at the door. I mean – You'll come in there, and there'll be times that you'll have somebody, a lower belt, that's going to tap you, or you're going to get hit just right, or it's just going to happen. I mean, it's a contact sport. Right. It's the way it's going to be. Um, and you just have to understand. You learn from it. You move on. And if somebody can't understand that, they're probably not going to be in there a very long right. time right. because they're going dirty. <laughs> if their ego is out of check, they won't be there long. But yeah. it's not very often we see that. Most people come in with that mindset to learn and want to want to better themselves, more or less. So. There's there's a, there's always somebody there willing to, yeah, you know, check your ego. Oh yeah, you know. oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that if they you, now, how many guys do y'all have there teaching at a time? Um, generally adult class one or two. You yeah yeah um yeah. Y'all but, can probably see that pretty quick if a dude's coming in there that might be a little taking advantage of somebody else. Yeah. And kind of switch in and say. Let me work with you a little bit. Oh, that's bit exactly here. what happened. And I yeah. guarantee that fixes oh, yeah. that pretty frequently. Well, it'll, it'll either yeah, fix we, we, it or they won't show back up. Right. Yeah, 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 we've, yeah, got, yeah. We, we've got some mat, mat enforcers and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But usually, yeah. you know, you, you'll just kind of control them, hold, hold them down, like let them know, like, you know, this is what could happen right now. Right. right. Explain just to them. relax, why. you know, explain, explain to them that, that you know. That probably still is not, that's probably the exception, not the rule. It has to happen yeah. way less. Oh, that people not. get upset because everybody knows why they're in there, especially oh, yeah, yeah. your your regular guys. Yes. Like, yeah, like you know, as, as the sports evolve, so so is the fan base. You know, you um you don't get like like back in the day. I bet early on everybody early thought they on were, like yeah, oh, everybody that the came time. in there thought they yeah. were Chuck Liddell or something. Yeah, else, you right? know, yeah, we used to have a you know we used to have specific mat enforcers. You know, as soon as somebody new came on, you know, you gave them about one role. Yeah, to, to figure things out. I guarantee that would and then, cure the then, out of it. If you came in there thinking, <laughs> hey, Charles, time, Charles would be sticking somebody on. Oh, yeah. you, you usually like to use me uh, back in the day just because, you know, he, he, he liked to humble him with the smallest, one of the smallest oh, yeah. guys in, in the, the room. room. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. just, Because like, I guarantee you when it first started, guys were like, hey, y'all got to give me a couple shots here. I got to be in Vegas in a couple weeks. I'm gonna, Dana White's going to call yeah. me pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> now... Oh, there. What's the uh, so process for joining? Do you do monthly? Is it weekly? How is it? Um, usually, we, uh, we put people on a monthly draft, okay. depending on how many classes a week they're taking. Okay. Um, yeah, we have an unlimited program. Okay. Uh, we don't do long-term contracts. It's not like uh, yeah, some of those gyms that'll yeah put you on like a two-year year. contract, and literally they will keep taking the money right out after you a year and a half after you stop going. They're still taking. Oh no! Like yeah, like. They'll they'll take it after you're dead, right? Like, I, like I've had to try to break contact tracks with gyms before, and it's oh yeah, it's a hassle. Now we we you know we do a thirty days notice. Now how do y'all have? Uh, are there some guys over there that are like you can kind of see are pretty special and might end up doing something with it? Yeah, definitely. We got, we've got a couple of um, up and coming gillers. You know, uh, we have an open mat where you know we get pros from. All over the, 
all over the area come down pros from other gyms come down you know that want to get some work with me and stuff like that like we have a really nice open mat and uh some of the talent that we've been uh producing uh i think is gonna go far you know i've, I've been to some of the top gym, gyms uh you know and i've trained with some world champs yeah so i see i see their level and i see the level that you know some of these guys can reach and that's it's impressive cool. Be pretty cool if I started turning out a few of those, because a few weeks ago, the uh, probably a couple months by now, but when the uh, cornhole was here and Mesvidal was in town, yeah. my son and one of his buddies flipped out to go up there and meet him, <laughs> and everybody just really went on about how cool this guy was, about just literally right. he had his kid with him and his kid literally just sat stood there and struck him for just like an hour the whole time he was standing there <laughs> kicking him and punching him in his leg and everything else and his kid was tiny and i was like man but he was just awesome and nick talked about just how cool he was yeah and how humble he was and everything else yeah the uh, fan base as a whole is growing fast really fast yeah uh, i think especially through the covid stuff <laughs> it's been one of the few things that's still kind of kept rolling for the most part. I hadn't lost a whole lot of steam. I think so. a lot of that, though, honestly comes from the – it's still one of the sports that has a high degree of patriotism behind it. Oh, absolutely. And it's avoided the controversy politics. that's hurt the other sports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that that's – a lot of people gravitate to that. Yeah. And it's also – you know, they were the first sport that said, we're doing it no matter what. Right. And so – and I think that that's a uh, – that, that's one testament to it. But it's – Man, the people that follow it are, you know, are just absolute true fans of it. Yes. So, Absolutely. how many guys from the fire department are down there that you know of? Uh, we'll have them float in and float out. But uh, right now, I think, I'm trying to think, I'm the only one right now. Now, we've had some Charlotte guys and stuff come down, train and stuff okay. like that. As far as uh, around the area, I'm the only one from Rock Hill. But I'm all the time trying to. Pull some in and yeah. get them in there. And oh, I will go come. I mean, I'm going to tell you, probably what I hear the most is people are scared to come in to somewhere like that because they think, oh, man, I'm going to get the brakes beat off of me. That's absolutely not the truth at all. I mean, you're going to come in. You're going to get a warm welcome. Guys are going to show you stuff. Nobody's going to use you for a punching bag or a choking dummy. Right. And you're going to get choked. Right. You're going to get tapped. But you're going to get up and you're going to do it again. Like, it's, it's not nearly the – the side or the, the idea that yeah, you have I mean, in the mind. Yeah. So it's a really, because you and I have talked about this yeah. for a long time, that it, right. it's that, you know, so I bet the hesitancy for people think they're walking into, where they're going to walk into a match with somebody that's going to hurt them the and very yeah, first time. Get the F and brakes beat off right. of them. Like they have this weird yeah. visual in their head that as soon as they walk in the door, somebody's just going to. Punch him in yeah. the face. And that kind of goes to what he was just like, saying. You know, you got the mad enforcers in yeah. there. We don't let stuff um, like that happen. We're yeah. not going to let stuff like that right. happen. Which and the guys the, that have been in there for a long time that could do stuff like that are not going to do stuff like, like that. You, know, you you actually earn your right to get you know, work in the cage uh, I got you. most of the time. Like, you know, I don't let people, like, you know, get in there and, like, oh, yeah, I want to go spar with my first day. No, you okay. got to earn your, you know, I got to know that you're, one, skilled enough, uh, that you're controlled enough. You know, um... Yeah, you know, one thing that I got to make sure is that people know, like, you know, practice isn't like the UFC. You can't win practice. You right. get better at practice. Right. You know, if you're out here trying to, trying to knock people out and trying, you know, trying to knock your training partners out and break, break, you know, now you have no training partners. Right. So now, yeah. 
All right, so just and to kind of help people, because there's a lot, I know there's a lot of people that want to get into it. You know there are. and But there's also, like you just talked about, that hesitancy. So let's just say person very interested in the sport wants to come in, you know, how is that, you know, what's that look like when they, when they free first trial start? Night. Yeah. That? Free trial night. Free trial night. Okay. Uh, come in any night you want, you know, give it a try, see how you like it. And then, you know, you can decide from there. Like, okay. I think uh, no, another thing, like, because once people actually try, try a class, they almost always sign up. Like what, well, like what's a typical class, 80, brand new beginner class? What's so like you come in and Keith will have announcements, like we line up. Keith will give announcements for fight, upcoming fights and competitions and whatever's going on that um, would have to do with the gym. Right. Um, we'll generally, um, well, prior to announcements, you'll do your warm-ups. There's a whole series of warm-ups you go through, do announcements. Now, everybody do the warm-ups as a group? Yes. 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 So all yes. the warm-ups are together? Everything's done as a group. Okay. So you'll warm up as a group. Have the announcements as Except a group. Except for Corey when he's not slacking. <laughs> Some yeah. of us do the I've, old man I've, warm out up on I've, the side. I've, yeah. I've, I have yeah. witnessed Corey slacking, and it's legendary. <laughs> but you also yeah. got to realize My mama now, said if you're going to be good at something, be good in, at something. In fairness, yeah. Corey's a fireman. Yeah. So Corey's life consists of sleeping till he's hungry and eating till he's tired. And you forget about Xbox. Yeah. Right, and yeah. Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm actually yeah. surprised yeah. that Chile ain't going to cook itself. Yeah. Right. That's I'm true. surprised of two things. One, he didn't bring spaghetti, and two, he didn't bring his own recliner to sit in here because they all got their own <laughs> These chairs are really not that good. I, I'm, I can yeah. tell you, really he disappointing. is pissed. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, and he, but, yeah, no, we uh, we get our warm-ups in, get the announcements in, and then generally um, we'll either do a, what we call like a, a warm-up roll or a flow roll. It's a no-catch, like you're just – you're not looking for a submission. You're just just flowing through. Um, or he'll start off with some instruction on some sort of positioning or um, whatever he's wanting to, to pick for that night. Now, you partner up, right? Partner up, Okay, yes, yeah. and, and that, that's obviously two new guys are going to partner right. together. You always right? start the night off really slow. Okay. Um, whether it's going to be instruction or some slow flow rolling and doing some instruction. Once the instruction is complete, then we'll go into a live roll phase where you're actually – Put three to five minutes on a clock, and then you'll roll, and then you'll rotate. You go somebody else, and you'll okay. roll. That and by point. rolling, you're meaning just to like that that grappling wrestling for three to yeah, five minutes. Yeah. Basically, you're, you're like uh, grappling live. You know, looking right. for submissions. Right, they're looking okay. to submit you, but yeah. not strikes on the roll. Right, not no, in no. jiu-jitsu. Right, no, I got yeah. you. Okay, so then, at at what point does somebody progress to where you know what is that? And I know that certain people are way ahead of others. I get that. Right. But a typical, not a lot of experience going from starting rolling to where they may start sparring and doing some kind of matches, so to speak. What's that um, progression? Yeah, I'm saying it really kind of depends on the person. Well, how, how, how much, how, how they much want mat to, time right? they get. Yeah. Right. How much time on a match. It's just like flying a plane. Right. I mean, when do you get your pilot's license? When you spend enough time behind right. the wheel, you know, or so, driving or anything else. It's just yeah. time on the mat. And I'm yeah. sure y'all see the guys that are. 100% about it, and then a couple of weeks later, they're like, right. just not what I thought it well, was. Well, and a lot of people that come in are like me. I mean, they got full-time jobs and families and everything else. They're going to get in a couple good times a week. Um, they're going to pick up stuff, but then you got the guys that, are, that do a professional and can spend five, six hours a day in a gym. You know, obviously that dude spending five, six hours a day in a gym, killing it, right. <laughs> is going to progress a lot faster right, than yeah. the guy going two hours each week. Right. You know, so. so, now how many pros are there? Um, stand, uh, 
like on Sundays we got we have a bunch of, a bunch of pro fighters that come in. Uh, we're various places. Uh, yeah, we're amateurs. Um, we got about three pro fighters that uh, from the gym. Right well, that's now. pretty good. And what are they fighting in primarily? Uh, right now, most uh, other than myself, most mostly regional shows. Okay. Um, yeah, I fought for Bellator, LFA, XFC, King of the Cage. Now, are you still are you still actively competing? Uh, yeah, I'm actually supposed to uh, defend one of my titles um, October 30th if if the contract gets signed. And where will that be? Uh, that'll actually be in Myrtle Beach. Oh wow, you going down there? I'll be working. Okay. What? Yeah, I imagine I, that. Yeah. I can tell you where you won't be working, yeah. but that's a separate subject. That's a complete separate podcast. <laughs> I, I, we will. That is a hundred percent. All right. So you know what are um, in, you know we used to talk about this at training a good bit, but it's just really the, especially for those people that are, just that mental aspect of really helping with that. I can guarantee you that is. Yeah. where people are primarily getting the... Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, you look at it just, like I say, like we're talking about with veteran, with PS, P, P, PTSD, whether it be uh, on the veteran side of things or first responders, PD, but just an accountant that wants to come out there, it's going to give you some self-confidence. You're going, I can promise you, you'll walk into a room after doing it for a year or two and know if something pops off, worst case scenario... I can use I can use my hands. Right. I can work with my hands. I can at least get out of that. Absolutely, I, I can survive the, it. Yeah. And the things that we're seeing is is it's not. I mean, there are more and more and more random people being attacked now than oh, we've ever seen. Yes. And you know, and whether somebody's trying to pull you out of a car, whether you're just at the ATM, mm-hmm. you know, these these assaults, especially by more than one person, are becoming so commonplace. It's just really not even funny. Anymore. We had one of our guys. He delivers pizza. He's a young yeah. guy. Um, dropped the pizza off. The guy wasn't happy. Took a swing, swing at the guy delivering the pizza that, that trains with us. And man, he showed him. He gave him a free jujitsu MMA lesson right, right there on the sidewalk. Right. Yeah. Didn't charge him a thing. Did for he it, sign man. him up? <laughs> he leave his card on him. Yeah. Even laid him laid him out and yeah. gave, gave yeah. him a nice nap. I promise you won't mess with another pizza uh, delivery guy. Right. Yeah. 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 He made it safer for the next dude. You don't Absolutely. even know what he's doing. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Uh, and uh, we had another guy. His, Somebody was, uh, a guy was trying to break into his girlfriend's house. Uh, they came there, actually um, subdued him, took a selfie while uh, while the police were arriving. With his, with the guy's phone? So uh, with his own weird. phone. Oh, with his? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought he used he took a sel- selfie of him. Had like, a little insult to injury. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. That would have been better if he used a dude's phone. <laughs> yeah. It probably had a code on it, yeah. so right. he couldn't get into right. it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So so basically, if somebody's interested in it, they just call Modern Warrior. Go up there and, and just kind of get, get involved. Come do the free trial night. And what is it? What nights? Um, They can come in at any night that we got got uh, classes. You know, we have, a, we have a pretty varied schedule. You know, we've got a... Like cage tactics classes, uh, you know that's like you know takedowns against the cage. You know wear the MMA gloves, throw light strikes. Uh, you know it's one of the most brutal classes we have. You know just because you're wrestling, wrestling's already brutal enough. Right. It's one of the most brutal aspects, like physically, of MMA. 
and you're doing it against an unforgiving surface, a cage. Right. Uh, but it's one of the it's one of my favorite classes. Uh, we've got that's that's an advanced class, right? Um, no, like really? you know, you've got to you've got to start somewhere, you know, And everybody's everybody's always good at working with. So yeah. even if it's somebody new, they're not going to pulverize somebody. It's just you can almost no. put a new person just about anywhere in it. Yeah. Okay. And, and like, start from the bottom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, pretty much most most of our classes are all ability levels. Um, yeah. When we've got somebody working towards something and stuff like that, we try to like you know, like currently like you know I'm in like fight camp, so I'm gonna you know grab some of the higher level guys you know and have them exclusively working with you're, me. Because you got stuff you're actually working on. Yeah. Now do you? And you know your opponent already and what his strengths are, right? Yep. So you're actually doing, working on those specific things. Is he a striker? Is he a grappler? You know, yeah. You know, so you're just working on those. Yeah. Okay. Now, website, is it modern? ModernWarriorMMA.com. Okay. ModernWarriorMMA.com. And just make sure you're, because it's going to be the Rock Hill, right? Yes, so yes. And it, yes. And it gives breakdown of win classes rates, so fees, and everything like website. that. Yeah, there's a schedule yeah. on the there, website. There's, uh, there's nightly classes Monday through Thursday, and then um, Sunday they've got wrestling and open mat. And, oh, okay. Right. Uh, yeah. We have uh, a... Uh, so in jiu-jitsu, you have gi and no gi. Gi is like the, the karate kimono that you see people wearing all the time. Right. So we're doing that on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7.30 in the morning if anybody's interested in an early morning. Okay. And, and that's more the traditional jiu-jitsu where the no gi is more the MMA style. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, combat Jiu Jitsu. Right. Yeah. American you. Combat Jiu Jitsu is the actual style. Now, do y'all do y'all classify for belts there too? Yeah. Uh, yes, we do have ranks. Ranking okay. System. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. All right. So, big thing is is I guess, you know, especially for, you know, the people that know guys that are recently out, been out a while, been out for an extended period of time, is especially if you're starting to recognize some of those things, somebody in a rut, somebody not keeping a job, somebody that is, you know, starting to see Explosive those signs. And, and Darren and I talked about this the other night, right. and I think that, I do think that the last couple years, people have become far more cognizant of their buddies and make sure they're reaching out to people more and trying to recognize differences. Because one of the things Darren and I talked about, you might not talk for a year, six months, but it was more when I wasn't working as much, but, you know, now you obviously talk more, but it, it, you should get to where you're starting to, especially your core group of guys or guys that you know, is you should know when something's different with that's you. Right. And that's how y'all touched on that far as knowing the difference in behavior. Like, like you're talking about, I mean, you pick up the phone, there's going to be some junk talk initially. If there's not, like, I'll pick up the phone and, you know. Right. But even so, prior to, yeah, if you, yeah, yeah. you know, like you were talking about, I mean, we all know somebody that could be where you are. They, oh, they just don't see like they have purpose. They don't see like they have, they're not driven anymore when they used to be some of the most driven people you've ever known. And you don't, you don't think about something like this, but what this could turn them around, you know, and, and getting involved in it and not even from the aspects of a career, but to where it just makes them say, okay, now I feel like I'm getting myself back and pulls them out of that rut. And, right. you know, it's yeah. probably countless how many guys have been saved yeah. through jujitsu and MMA from a PTSD aspect. Oh, yeah, I've seen a, a lot firsthand. I, um, yeah, one of the things I always try to, I always say is that, uh, yeah, once that, yeah, warrior spirit like kind of gets inside you, like it doesn't go anywhere. Like you know, yeah, you know, I've fought on the front lines. Yeah, you know, it's 
So that that mentality and that mindset is never going anywhere. Right. I just, I just need to find a good outlet for it. Right. Yeah, and you know what's what's better than yeah what I'm doing right now, which is yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, especially from the combat, it's that yeah. mindset of I get the release that I can't do anywhere else. Right. And it's yeah. and especially if some of these guys and it's you know not even really from just the PTSD aspect, but you know a lot of guys come back and they find themselves in a in a career they kind of like, they kind of see themselves you know, they're doing well and, and they're trying to cope and it may not even be where they're near the PTSD aspect, right. but this could give them that, you know, like you said, an accountant, say he's a third military guy's in his yeah. accountant, he's doing the best he can, but this could give him, like you said, that that few minutes a week to where it brings that back, that spirit oh, back in him. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, just so. that, uh, and, and, get some of that male energy out. It uh, is, yeah. But, you and know, the, the exercise even, side of Even it. the females need that too, like, you know, um, yeah, talk a little smack, smack yeah. each other around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then go out have a beer. Yeah, like just. And I think that's the camaraderie part is what is probably more than anything because y'all, you everybody knows in your military that you you're it's a constant wrestling, fighting, roughhousing, you know. But then it's very even if it starts in a shop or wherever it was and it starts to get a little bit and everybody's like, ah, right. well then when that's over, everybody's back like they were. Right. You know, you get that out. And a lot of guys need that. They yeah, need that, that release. Outlet, yeah. Now, some of us where we work, we get that adrenaline. Right. You know, we have that where you you get that out, and you at least are able to release that. But there's a lot of people. Well, y'all get it once we've told y'all it's safe to come in. You know what I'm saying? So you don't you don't really have you know the first responder is kind of it's iffy with firemen. You know what I'm saying? They're they're second at best at best. Now, if you need them to come first, and you need to speak very quietly in nine one one, and you need to make it a very controlled environment, so and it needs. He's only mad because they have to leave Krispy Kreme hot now to come over there and clear a scene. Yeah, right now it it has helped us since it's been the hot. They've been way better about the lights staying on longer, so that's helped (laughs) us. So, but and I, I think some of it is just. I don't think they get out of bed until we tell them. Sometimes they're like, absolutely not. They're just yeah. having them go over there yeah. because sometimes we're like, we don't even need that it. bed is not going to keep itself warm. Right. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Well, with yeah. five of y'all in one, yeah. it, that'll, that'll warm it well, up. Well, yeah, you know. Right. So, but well, Keith, man, I know you got a class to get to, but I, man, yeah. I definitely appreciate you coming in and and I, from the aspect of us really starting to look out for each other, it's really important that we recognize these things and start to to help because it's not just military we're starting to see it more in law enforcement more in fire services and you know especially with what we're on the back end of now we're in unprecedented times as far as what everybody's dealing with and you know we need to do a far better job for each other to recognize when guys are starting to have troubles and and reach out to them and like you mentioned some of the other like I, i had somebody just yeah Check uh checked on me just just the other day like man I hadn't heard from you in a little while everything going all right here's my number so that's good like yeah you know, uh luckily like you know guys from my unit like we have uh we have a reunion every year um and I think like you know, we're one of the few units that I know that like still does that consistently like every year and still has a good showing where we got like 35 guys showing up and stuff like that 25 and there's a lot of guys up. that are like man I can't 
And some of them might be on that verge and think, man, I can't let those guys down. Right. So that that yearly reunion oh, yeah, that, probably that, that saves thought's gotten one or me two through dark places. Right. That that yearly reunion probably helps guys at least one or two guys to hang on until they find something else. Yeah. So, but um, man, I really appreciate you coming in. I, I'm I'm really appreciative for what y'all are doing up there, and especially, you know, you're not just doing it for your own self gain. I mean, you can really tell in some of the things that Corey has told me you know you're mission oriented with it and you genuinely have these guys yeah. best interests at your heart oh yeah and like you know if there's if there's ever anybody that like you know has had problems like you know i've given uh free uh free memberships uh for a while back there was a girl that got jumped in the bathroom and they videotaped it uh you know she she was from the area you know i contacted her parents like she was coming in and uh you know taking classes uh, all right. Yeah, I've got. Yeah, like I'm. I'm willing to work with. Like, if you got needs and you know, especially right now with COVID and stuff like that, um, yeah, I'm always trying to willing to try to work something out to I'm try hoping, to get people. Uh, I'm hoping to get my son involved. And if he if he ever comes up there, I'm gonna tell you. Oh, and I want him choked immediately. <laughs> and I want him because I'll give you a list of things that I have not been able to do to him especially once he got old enough where I could get in trouble it don't have to happen every night but the first night I need him in a pretzel and asleep immediately upon opening his suck hole like immediately but you gotta let me do what I I wanna do once he he goes out oh I'm once once he goes out I want want everybody to just leave the room and we're gonna turn off all the lights and he's just gonna wake up in a dark room right and then I'm just going to be like, want to play a game? Yeah, no, that, that, let me tell you something, man. You, you just have given me hope and gratification like I never thought I could have. You know what I'm saying? I'm hanging on to that. That is, now I have to get him there because this has to happen. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think he'll show up now. Uh, he will because he's, he will. No, nah, he won't. He's scared. Oh, you yeah. know what? I bet he is. Yeah, yeah. I bet he is. So, but. Man, like I said, I, I hate you got to go, and, and maybe we can get in. What I'd like to do is get you in after your fight and maybe talk about it and talk about some of the other stuff that we can help Absolutely. you and some of these other guys, especially some of these guys that are the pros in any way that we might be able to help them or whatever they might need, is whether it be fundraisers or whatever we can do to help y'all get, you know, because yeah. I'm sure sponsorship and getting guys where they want to go is not always easy, especially if it's the far distant ones. Yeah, so. uh, it's definitely important, definitely, yeah. Uh, Helps make things easier, you know. It's not a... Less to concentrate on. Yeah. So, man, yeah, like I said, Corey, you going to hang out for a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I'll hang out there. All right. Thank you, Keith. I appreciate no it. No problem. I'm glad, right. glad to do it. Uh, had a good time. All right. Be safe. We'll see you here shortly. All right. So, Corey, as far as now we can kind of we can kind of really progress towards, especially since you've become one of our DT guys at work. Right. And... And helping us, and it's you know where we are now, climate where you need to be more prepared to defend yourself than ever before. So there's obvious benefits, because there's certain guys that know they're never going to compete. Like right. you're not looking at it like I you're going to go compete. I, right? I, I use it just one for exercise, two for the, the stress relief, and three just for confidence and being able to do what I need to do if I need to do it. How many uh, fire guys have gone as a result of you doing it? Uh, we've had a handful to come up there. It's kind of a lot of times what ends up happening is somebody will come and life gets in the way. I mean, they have some kids, they get married, this, that, and it does get tough. I mean, it's right. something to be committed to, to 
I've been up there for six years and I'm a little better than halfway to a black belt. So wow. it's it's not a it's not something you're going to jump in and right just it, it's like anything. I mean, but a Monday through Friday job you cannot and with all the evening and everything else you're going to progress faster than somebody's doing it in between with all else you got going on. Absolutely, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, it's I mean it's really just like for the for the regular person whether it be a male female. Um, to come up there and just train, even if it's just once a week, it will give you a, a, a confidence that you've never had before. Um, most people think they can fight until they get in a room full of guys that can really fight. Right. And then you're like, man, I couldn't fight at all. What's the, so, uh, what's the cost? Um, with military first responders, all that, they get a, a bit of a discount. And it depends on how many times a week you want to train. Right. Um, I think Unlimited is somewhere around the, the $195 mark. Wow. Um, that's still pretty good, man. With a discount now, somebody that's not PD, I think it's going to be uppers, and I don't, I don't want to quote it, but yeah, that's fine. I mean, that, but I was just seeing if it, it's not super cheap. I was seeing yeah. how reasonable, and that's really reasonable. Yeah. I mean, for what you're getting, yeah, you know, it's not like but, a regular. Like I said, if you're if you're training, if you're coming up there a lot, it's, I mean, really, if you look at it, it's cheaper than a normal gym membership. Far as that's what I was thinking. Yeah, what are so you what you're getting for what you're getting? Absolutely. Right. Um, I mean, you can go lift weights all you want to. It ain't gonna help you a bit on the street. Far right. as uh, defending yourself, defending yourself, yeah. and especially these days, right. it's commonplace. And you're going to get that kind of exercise. Now, I'll, I do both just because that's what I enjoy. And it's just kind of my daily routine. Right. But, um, but you can absolutely go to that dojo and not go lift a weight and still be in good physical shape. So no, yeah, no I, hands down, no doubt about it. Now is Los is Los up there? He is. He is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, he comes up there every now and again, lets me teach him something. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's yeah. he's getting kind of old, kind of slow. Yeah. But you know, I, nonetheless, you know. I he still ain't somebody I'm trying to get lying for. <laughs> There's a couple Lose of times. Is a killer, yeah. man. He is. He's real yeah. humble. Right. He'll rip your head off right. your shoulder. He, yeah, a couple, yeah. T- especially yeah. at some of the DT and I'm like because there's a couple of times I'm like you know there's some other people that you can show how to do stuff in here you know because I'm like yeah. I'm like Lose, uh, yeah, yeah. there's somebody else yeah. but, so I guess yeah and, and you know most people will come in there like I say they're kind of timid but when you see a 140 150 160 pound dude get on a mat with a dude that's 210 220 230 and handle that guy I mean that's Right. I mean, there's there's not anything else that could prove what, what right. the capability is if you actually and, learn. And the thing that, and, and I've seen, like I said, between the, the Jorge guy, Charles, Keith, and the few other ones that I've been around, one thing that strikes me about the guys that are really good is truly how humble they are. Extreme. You know, and I, that's what... They don't that's, have anything to prove. And it's just like, it's just like Lopes. You know, it, it's amazing the guys that are... And even you, you know what you're doing, but it's not something that you, outside of the course of knowing you, you wouldn't know how good you are at right. it. And I, I think to me that that almost helps the stigma for people not wanting to go get involved in it that thinks they're going up there. Because if you watch the UFC fighter show, whatever it's called, Ultimate Fighter Ultimate or whatever fighter, it is, right. and you think nobody wants to go in a gym if that's how it's going to be the whole time. Right. But yeah. that's in no way, shape, or form. No, no. How these now, if that's what you want to do, it's right. absolutely there to be had. Right. If you want to come in and just train jiu-jitsu, you can train. Or if you just want to do striking. I mean, that's there, too. I, I prefer, I mean, I'm 90% jiu-jitsu. I do very little striking. I do a little bit here and there. But right. I just like jiu-jitsu. I enjoy it. It's good exercise. I, I mean, I feel like I, I learn a lot every time I go in. I learn something new. Um, <laughs> a lot of times you learn 
as much from the new guys coming in because some new guy don't even don't know that you're not supposed right, to do right. this particular. Right, he's like, yeah, How, yeah. you're not you're not allowed to do it like right. that. But yeah. then it worked, and yeah. you're like, well, hold on, let me yeah. show. Exactly. And then yeah. he can't show you how he did it because he just did. It. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It, so, but it, it, I mean, it's great. Like I say, you come in, everybody checks the ego at the door. You come in, get your rolls. I mean, there's some nights I go in there and I might roll for three hours. And there's some nights I go in there and roll for 45 minutes, just depending on what my schedule allows. And um, it's a a very I won't say it's always family friendly, but it's a family atmosphere. Like, but uh, there's a whole lot of cuss words get thrown around when you yeah. get choked. Or yeah, I mean, not when you, yeah. especially when you. Yeah. But to me, the big thing is 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 like him and how approachable it is, and how you could go in there and you could blend in or you could stand out. It's whatever you oh, want to do, yeah. and it's yeah. to me that I think that's probably what keeps a lot of people away is them thinking. That they got to go in there and fight the number one guy on the first. Well, time. it's kind of like Keith said. Most time when somebody comes in, if they come in and and, and, and will hang a class, they're coming back because right. they see, oh man, that wasn't man, that's having nothing like what I right. thought it was going to be. Man, all these guys are friendly and talking yeah, to me. Yeah, especially because nobody telling me how to do it. And, right, and because yeah. no, nobody wants to go. You know, if you had a guy like Los that your first night in there, you're hurt and you ain't learned nothing, and everybody's laughing, you're come never coming back. Well, and not only that, then I wouldn't have anybody to train with. I mean, right. somebody comes in the door and we break them off and send them. I mean, if I give you a little bit of something and you're going to take it back and learn, you're going to come back and then I'm going to have a little better training partner to train with. And then the next time you're going to learn something else. Same with me with guys that are, are more advanced than me. I learned something from them. I'm going to come back. What I learned that time, I'm going to try to apply the next time. Right. And it makes them better, just like yeah. somebody under me makes me better. I mean, you, you learn in both directions. Yeah, and since Lowe's so. took over RDTs at work, to me, you know, because when I first started, in 92 all the defensive tactics were they were taught by like martial artists that everything was so it was so muscle memory that you know somebody grabs you and you 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 have to make sure that their hands right because i gotta grab my thumb perfect sir you're not grabbing my arm right right right, sir sir stop for just a second if you're gonna choke me you've got to do it this closer to this show i've got to build a great right because if i can't i gotta get my thumb on the top of your palm I mean the back of your hand or this doesn't work this doesn't work yeah, right yeah. meanwhile yeah. you're out yeah. unconscious so, and that to me has been the biggest thing is right. it, it's it's made it to where it is pure survival stuff for us Absolutely. where we find ourselves how to get out of it and I think that's been the most beneficial thing that Los has brought to it is is because he takes what they do at the academy and also makes it to where blends it all together. Right. Because it mm-hmm. some of that stuff that they do as D T instructors, it, you got you got guys that don't do it. So if I just went if I said, okay, I gotta defend myself. So I went down there one time and rolled. Now when I walk out I'm better than I was. Oh absolutely. But yeah. some of that when I get in the moment, I right. won't because unless but it it's happens also a perishable skill. Unless it happens right. the yeah. exact same way, I'm like, oh yeah, I got this and now all of a sudden I'm like, hold hold cuz, hold up. <laughs> yeah. So in that that has been what's most impressive about especially you and him, especially this last probably year or two with DTs, is making it to where it is really just to get us either back off our feet or get us back in a position to defend ourselves. Right. And especially these days, man, guys have to focus on the extreme basics. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And well, And somebody that's comfortable with that physical contact, to me, is less likely to reach for their hip in a bad situation unless absolutely necessary right. like it's going to be their last resort right. it's not going to be their first resort right so when somebody's comfortable with 
being able to control another person with their hands, with their body, they're much less likely to make a bad decision, I think. Yeah, and it's and one of the especially now have y'all had more guys from you start taking it because we've gotten to calls that used to where y'all are almost confrontational when we get there now because right. of people are pissed, you know, they're mad that it took so long, they're mad at this, this and this and I know there's been a couple of times where we've actually y'all have helped us. Oh, absolutely. Guys were yeah. fighting oh, yeah. or something like that. Right. So have your guys started to realize that man, it's not just we better do it for us because we don't well, really my know. Problem, we've actually, and I'd like to see it progress a little further, but we've actually talked about doing some a a modified BT program for that very thing for when we show up to scene and it's not one of those where it, the scene's not secure. We come in and we find ourselves in a, a bad spot with a, a belligerent or somebody that wants to show out that we can't get back away from them right. quick enough um, where you got to handle something. And, I mean, it happens. It's happened to me. It's happened to a lot of people on either EMS or fire. Because you also got a scene that's secure, but somebody comes back. could be a DV where he's absolutely. gone. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. She's got a busted. Yeah. She's hurt. No no ways, and he's out there waiting. Right. And just being able to handle. And being able to handle somebody, it doesn't mean beating them up. It right. means being able to subdue them and hold them and keep them from hurting you. Or, or, or you get them off them one of your guys. Themselves. Get them off one of your guys or a paramedic, one right. of the EM, EMS Absolutely. guys. Or We're girls. trying not to hurt anybody if we can. You right. know? I mean, that's 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 the whole idea. And if I can control somebody, I can do it without hurting them for the most part. You know, right. If I can get you on the ground and keep you there, it's yeah. I can I can, I can can hold you there forever until I get more help there. Right. And then that way, neither one of us end up hurt. Right. So, That's the best part uh, about it. A lot less paperwork that way. All right. So, all right. Well, man, I, from my aspect, especially off of what Darren and I talked about and, and us guys that were, you know, former military, is trying to look out and make sure that we are taking care of those guys. But, you know, I also wonder that, you know, and, and you've heard Grossman and some of the things, and you wonder if how much our victim society is causing guys to 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 think that that's really their best recourse. And right. the way I kind of look at it is, is you, you almost think that for the guys that need it, I'm 100%. But there's also some that's being taken from some of those people that oh, really absolutely. need it. You know? And you got that with whether it's military or first responders. You, you got people that are fake at the funnel right. um, to get that that little bit of cash in their pocket. But. Yeah. Uh, to me, though, I, the thing that's, that's most impressive is is when you have a guy like Keith who has that testimony. Because it's one thing to say, yeah, I was in the military, but and this is helps. But when you have a guy that says, man, I was in a very dark place till this, and this brought me out of it, you know there's other people that could benefit. Oh, absolutely. So, and I, I think that, absolutely. that any, any guys that are veterans, any of those guys that, that know people that are, you know, where – Keith was where, whether it be Rue or any of you know that's in that spot, you know, at least mention this to them. Get them to well, try absolutely. and go give it a try. If nothing else. If it, I mean, it's just a multifaceted. I mean, like you were talking about, you have the camaraderie, the exercise side of it, the adrenaline rush side of it, the anger management side of it. It's just, it can, it can fit a lot of different spots in your life, um, especially for somebody that's really struggling. Yeah, and so. you don't, and it's those voids that you can't fill in other places. Absolutely. And, you know, I, like I said, and I know for you, especially as involved in it, you are, and I know you've seen some of those guys that were where he was, and I know that's got to be pretty gratifying to know that there's some guys that y'all brought out of a hole where he was. Oh, absolutely. So that's, yeah. that's the best part about it is just no matter what we're doing, trying to help people, and especially veterans or 
not just veterans, but law enforcement. You know, I, I tell our young guys every day that, you know, things are different than they used to, mm-hmm. not just COVID, but the climate and everything else. And, you know, if you don't find a way to do some self-help, it, law enforcement, fire, EMS, this stuff will, if you're not already a strong constitution, this stuff will Eat wear you, you down. Inside. It, it is, this yeah. is a difficult time to be doing what anybody's doing. Absolutely. And these are avenues that are incredible resources to take advantage of. I agree. So, but man, I really appreciate y'all coming in. I I mean, that's pretty inspiring listening to Keith and- You gotta come in and get your free lesson. Man, I have talked about it and talked about it and talked about it and I need to come down there. But We're training tonight. What's that? We're training tonight. I think my phone's over. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I do need to come down there. I'd I'd love to come in there. What I'd really like to do is get Austin and I to go in together. That yeah, would be pretty on. cool because he's got, like I said, a bunch of his friends are really, really into the the watching it aspect. Right. And I think that would help him too because oh, they come in there and roll a little bit. They actually know what what those guys are doing right. too. Yeah. And he's actually They'll somebody sit there and that, aren't your quarterback like we all do. Yeah. yeah. And he yeah. needs that release too. I yeah. mean, I, you know, oh, absolutely. Especially those athlete guys and stuff like well, that. Especially as young as he is coming in at that age. Yeah. And by the time he gets old like us, yeah, dude, he'll be, man, he'll be on. Yeah. It's just it'll be it'll be it, it becomes a way of life. It really does. I mean, right. it's something. I mean, I eat for jujitsu. I lift weights for right. jujitsu. Like right. that's just that's what I'm thinking of. And when I sit down and have some time on my phone, I'm looking at stuff on YouTube. Right. Like, well, man, how I put my arm here and I right. do this and what about that? And man, it just it just gets to be a a huge portion of your life. Yeah, so, that's awesome. So, yeah. but man, I appreciate it. I mean, we thank need to try and push it the best we can, man. And thank you so much. Absolutely. All right, appreciate you. Uh-huh.